This WebmasterRadio.fm program is made possible in part by the following. AFCON 2010, the trade show that you know where affiliates always attend for free, makes its way to Denver, June 21st through 23rd. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. AFCON 2010 is different from those other affiliate trade shows designed for the affiliate manager, where you can pay up to $1,500 just on a single registration. That's why AFCON 2010 offers you an alternative, a show that's free for affiliates, not to mention over 80% of our attendees are affiliates. AFCON 2010 brings you a wide range of sessions, essential for significant affiliate marketing achievement. Plus, we are proud to be working with Search Engine Strategies to present an additional day of all new Search Engine Marketing sessions and tracks. Add unbeatable nighttime networking capped off by WebmasterRadio.fm's annual affiliate bash, and you have the complete affiliate trade show experience for free. Join the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that are making the switch to AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates. June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. That's AFFCON2010.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. The balance of power is shifting, and in some cases, affiliates are growing larger than the brands they represent. Stay ahead of this and other trends with the Affiliate Marketing Insider. Affiliate Marketing Insider explores the fast-changing world of affiliate marketing from the perspective of one of its most recognized experts. Stay ahead with this ongoing discussion of important industry issues and emerging trends through experiences with the whales of the industry, from CEOs to super affiliates to high-impact players. It's time to get inside with the Affiliate Marketing Insider, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome to another edition of Affiliate Marketing Insider. I'm your host, Wade Sisson. Today we're talking about a very active and influential group of internet marketers, mommy bloggers, and how they are creating success through affiliate marketing. Our guest today is Debbie Bookstaber, Vice President of Strategy and Business Development for the JAR Group. Debbie has more than 10 years of experience in online marketing, business development, product management, and affiliate marketing. And in the Mommy blogging world, she's known for her work as online marketing consultant for Mamanista.com. Welcome to the program, Debbie. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'd like to start today by having you tell us a little bit about how you got started as a mommy blogger. Um, I actually got started as a mommy blogger before I was even a mom. Um, At the time, I was managing the Expedia.com affiliate program, and a good friend of mine from college had uh, moved to Texas with her husband that was uh, in the Army, and he was actually deployed in Iraq. And during that time, she actually had a baby that was born with um, a congenital heart defect. Um, And, you know, it was basically just we spent a lot of time on the phone, and she's an excellent writer. She had been a professional educator and had done a lot of um, published writing. And it came up in one of our conversations that wouldn't it be great to raise money for, um, specifically for the American Heart Association, for her daughter's um, tribute. 
Um, and she was extremely lucky because her daughter was completely correctable and is a very happy and healthy um, three-year-old now. But at the time, uh, what we realized is that people in countries other than the United States really weren't getting this uh, life-saving surgery. So I said to her, let's combine your writing and my knowledge of search engine optimization and affiliate marketing and start a mom blog. So we started momanista.com. I wound up um, blogging there throughout my entire pregnancy and uh, also when I had my son, who's, who's now two years old. Um, and it actually it grew. We, so we started this in, in 2007, and it really grew naturally into being about uh, between uh, 20,000 unique visitors most months and some months up to 40 to 50,000 unique visitors. It's very seasonal, um, the traffic. And it just became a, a wonderful thing for us to really get involved in the blogging community. Um, since we started in 2007, I've donated over $25,000 in money and product to various charities. And that actually led us in um, November of 2009 to, to found blogantherapy.org, which is a nonprofit that exists to connect bloggers with corporations and to give, um, to really give back to the community. And that has grown tremendously. We'll actually be exhibiting at the Blog Her conference in New York uh, in August. What are the characteristics of a successful mommy blogger in your experience? I think that the number one characteristic is really that they like writing. Um, I don't really think you can become a blogger unless you're able to to express yourself either through writing or through a video podcast. Um, so I would say that that's kind of the number one characteristic. Um, I also think one of the characteristics is to be willing to share. Um, a, a good mom blogger, um, even if all they're writing about is products, introduces a bit of, um, of their life into that. You can see that it's a person and not just a corporation. And finally, I also think honesty and integrity is important, too. There have been a lot of controversies in the blogging world about people who do things like purchase traffic in order to elevate their stats so they can get more product samples. And there's also um, been some controversy about people who receive product samples and then eBay them without of her testing them, but then meanwhile write about it. Um, so I do think it's really important to be to be honest and to be a good writer um, and to really be, be able to share and have some personality on your blog. Okay. Well, those are good tips. Um, you're someone with an affiliate marketing and internet marketing background. Were there any surprises when you entered into the mommy blogging space? Anything you didn't anticipate? Well, at the time, when, when, I, when we first started this blog back in 2007, a lot of programs automatically rejected um, blog sites. Um, I actually had to use personal connections to get approvals into, into many of the, uh, the well-known brands' programs. Uh, so that's always been a little bit um, odd. Uh, at the time, I, I remember thinking, hey, you know, <laughs> this is a, a good quality site, approve it. And they did as soon as they realized who I was. Um, but from my current knowledge now, from the affiliate marketing side, is companies are, are very eager and uh, are actually specifically having recruitment efforts in order to get um, mom bloggers and content bloggers into their programs. So I think that's really changed in the past few years. Um, I think the other thing really is just that the other important thing to know is that when you're doing affiliate marketing, it's, it's not the same thing as when you're dealing with a PR company. Um, PR companies often have um, a lot of samples. They're willing to work with you on contests. Uh, it, it, there it's about branding. But an affiliate manager is about driving sales. And so it's just important for mom bloggers to realize that you're going to have a completely different type of conversation with an affiliate marketer than you would have with the company's PR rep or somebody responsible just for branding. 
Absolutely. And as you said in those early days, you met with a lot of resistance from people letting you into their affiliate programs. What do you think was the cause of that initial hesitation and, and what caused them to see the light? Um, well, I know that at the time it was because blogging was was still um, relatively new. It hadn't taken off and become quite as, as mainstream. Um, but also, frankly, having been on the other side of it as an affiliate manager, I really think a big concern has to be the content. Um, when a company allows you to participate in its affiliate program, they could be embarrassed by anything that you do. And so um, it's very important to have a site that's, say, free of curse words, that um, you know doesn't have any kind of... Um, message of hatred. So anything that has, uh, you know, particular intolerance to say one religious group or, or is, is extremely political one way or the other, companies will shy away from because, you know, they're worried about protecting their brand. Um, I think as mom bloggers have become more successful, there's, there's those that are um, interested in kind of being all out there about their, their personal lives and uh, maybe they might be a little bit more racy. What you'll find is that those bloggers have extremely popular and influential followings. They sell a lot of advertising, but they might not necessarily be in affiliate marketing. Um, those that, that have a strong component of affiliate marketing to their sites often have a more um, professional or commercial tone. One of the most successful is Cool Mom Picks. And uh, that website is uh, it was started by, by two moms, but it, it, it's now, I think, the equal of any kind of online magazine and has been, you know, drives tremendous sales, but is also extremely well respected. Sure. And as you said, affiliate programs have come around now and are starting to approach and even recruit mommy bloggers. Do you find that affiliate managers are doing special things to reach out to you, or are they offering you special creative or content to help you get into the program? I think it's actually really challenging for affiliate managers to reach out to this segment uh, because so many of the bloggers are used to working with uh, people in PR, um, and those people in PR are often handing out product samples so you can review a product in particular. They're running contests to do giveaways on the site. And most of the time when an affiliate manager, if they reach out to me via any of, say, the automated tools in Commission Junction or LinkShare or ShareASale, they're sending a newsletter, or maybe they run into me at a conference. Um, and so those that don't know me personally, I think, have a more, a more difficult time because they're not really quite sure what does this mom blogger want. Um, in my case, I really understand affiliate marketing, and I'd, I'd been working in it for a while, and so I really understood that affiliate managers do not have you know, necessarily money for paid placements. They don't have um, you know, unlimited right. samples to give out to, to bloggers. Um, and so I would often, if I was doing an affiliate program, I'd be writing about um, a brand in particular, a product that I'd tried on my own, but not necessarily one that I'd received as a sample from the affiliate manager. Um, sure. So I think affiliate managers, if you do want to have a blogger in there, um, you manage to realize that if, they, if you want them to write a product review, they might need a product. Um, and in many cases, that's something you've got to go to your marketing department for because you don't have the budget. And I've been there as an affiliate manager, so I definitely understand um, where they're coming from and the budget constraints they're working under. But not all of the bloggers would. Uh, they don't realize that you're the affiliate manager for a particular brand. They view you as working at that brand, and they don't understand all the internal barriers barriers that you might have in obtaining, you know, a sample or even a small item for a contest. Absolutely. And I think that's probably one of the big roadblocks, as you said, to mommy bloggers getting into affiliate marketing is they don't realize that you can talk to the affiliate program managers and try to create that relationship so that you can break into it. Um, in your experience in working with other mommy bloggers, 
do a, do a lot of the mommy bloggers realize now that they can approach program managers and, and get what they need to be successful? Or is that still something that's evolving? I think it's 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 something that's evolving because they're you know they're so used to having PR teams really reach out to them. Um, some of the really savvy affiliate managers um, have are really good. They they kind of come out. They realize it's a long term relationship that they're developing, and uh, they're very in tune with kind of the seasons and upcoming holidays, and they they know exactly what kind of um, products or coupon codes that are needed for um, to work with some of the mom bloggers. I, I do think that it's it's kind of it would be an interesting thing for the affiliate managers to uh, attend an event like a blog her um, to really let uh, the bloggers know that they are approachable. Um, in general, it can be really hard if, if you're in a program to actually find a direct affiliate manager. Oftentimes, they just have that kind of generic email address available if you click the program details, um, so that it might not be for somebody who you know somebody new to the industry uh, something that seems approachable. And one of the topics that I think is relevant when you're talking about mommy bloggers is the is the issue of time. I know that I spoke with a mommy blogger last week to try to get her interested in one of the programs we're managing, and you know she said, "Well, I'm in the basement now, pouring and making my own candles. But if you'll email me, I'll read it tonight." I mean, you know, she just has a lot of irons in the fire. She's very busy. Uh, do you think that's true of most mommy bloggers? That time is definitely uh, at a shortage. I think time is, is at a shortage, and often um, remember that these are women who have other full-time jobs outside of their blog or who are stay-at-home moms and who are trying to balance everything all together. Um, so I often have people who uh, will email me and want me to put something up on the blog, and they have to realize I also <laughs> you know, have a job, I also have volunteer work, I have you know, a child. Um, so that, that's a little bit more difficult. Um, I think sometimes it would behoove um, both the affiliate managers and also the networks um, to have relationships. I know that Linkshare reached out to me, um, one of their publisher representatives, to really understand and, and you know, to send me kind of a, a monthly email with uh, coupon codes and other things that they think that I, I would be interested in featuring. And that was such a great time saver. I thought that that was really um, innovative of, of them to do. Absolutely. Um, well, this is a good time for us to take a short commercial break. Um, you're listening to Affiliate Marketing Insider. We're speaking with Debbie Bookstaber about mommy blogging and affiliate marketing, and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. More Affiliate Marketing Insider when we return. AFCON 2010, the trade show that you know where affiliates always attend for free, makes its way to Denver, June 21st through 23rd. Register today at AFFCOM2010.com. AFCON 2010 is different from those other affiliate trade shows designed for the affiliate manager, where you can pay up to $1,500 just on a single registration. That's why AFCON 2010 offers you an alternative, a show that's free for affiliates. Not to mention, over 80% of our attendees are affiliates. AFCON 2010 brings you a wide range of sessions, essential for significant affiliate marketing achievement. Add unbeatable nighttime networking, capped off by WebmasterRadio.fm's annual affiliate bash, and you have the complete affiliate trade show experience for free. Join the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that are making the switch to AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates. June 21st through 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. 
Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. <coughs> wow, you weren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. The WordPress Community Podcast. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. We now return to Affiliate Marketing Insider. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to Affiliate Marketing Insider. We're talking with Debbie Bookstaber about mommy bloggers and affiliate marketing. Before the break, we talked about some of the challenges of being a mommy blogger and trying to break into affiliate marketing. And I thought we'd take a step back, Debbie, and talk a little bit about how to be an effective mommy blogger. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about any tools or resources out there that have been helpful to you in developing your blog. Um, one of the uh, first things that, that I really found useful is to get involved in the blogging community. Um, I attend the Blog Her conference. Um, this year it's in New York, and I find that to be really useful. While some conferences uh, cost money, and uh, for example, Blog Her, the exhibit hall passes cost a little over $100, um, one conference that is completely free is AFCON 2010, um, and that will be in Denver this year, and any affiliate would be free to go to it. So it's some really great education that you can get um, at really no charge. Those conferences can be a great time to learn about affiliate marketing, to go face-to-face -face with the affiliate managers and really to develop the relationships needed in order to get some of the most effective deals and to really understand how to best promote those brands. Um, some of the other resources, obviously, are kind of the community. So I'm, I'm very involved. Um, I love reading sites like Five Minutes for Mom. Um, they have great resources for moms. Another one is, is Twitter Moms. And uh, you can really just get involved in that community, speak with the other bloggers out there. Um, it's a very welcoming and opening, open community. There, people are willing to, to help one another and to provide advice. Um, and finally, I think it's really important to be involved in some of the social networking. So uh, to really get traffic into your site through uh, tools like Twitter and Facebook. Um, and uh, additionally, I also think it's important to learn just the basics of, of SEO. Um, you can really learn a lot from sites like, like ProBlogger and, uh, and also just you know, looking around at some of the other industry resources. Uh, additionally, I think it's surprising to me how many people don't have basic um, knowledge of analytics. So becoming familiar with Google Analytics and how that works, making sure that you have stats on your site so you can track things, uh, is one of those small details that can be really important. Um, and finally, people are surprised to note that there's um, free training out there. Google offers free training if you want to learn how to do um, AdWords. Um, so that's extremely useful. Another great source for training is HubSpot. Um, HubSpot has some really excellent inbound marketing courses. And by the time you go through the Google training for AdWords and the HubSpot training, I think that you really have a really great, thorough understanding of some of this, the basics of online marketing. Absolutely, and you touched upon something I wanted to cover as well, which is how do you use so social media to bring people to the blog and to interact with them? And you know, most of the mommy bloggers that we find 
you know, have a Facebook and a Twitter presence and they're, they're using that to, to join the community in a larger sense, how much of your time do you spend using social media versus how much time you spend actually updating the blog? Um, I find that my, my primary focus is really updating the blog, but I do know mom bloggers who have been um, extremely successful, and they focus primarily on Twitter. Um, the interesting thing is the way that Google has, has changed search, where the real-time results show up in, in Twitter. If, if you're blogging about things that are, are timely and you're microblogging on Twitter about things that are timely, you actually could get a substantial amount of traffic from, from Google from the real-time results. I wanted to talk a little bit, too, about um, any kind of regulations or guidelines that bloggers need to be aware of. I know that they need to be aware of the fact that bloggers are now being asked to disclose the fact that they may have a relationship with advertisers they're blogging about. Could you talk a little bit about that? Um, the FTC regulations are, are really important. Um, one great resource that I've found for, for understanding the FTC regulations is Blog with Integrity. Um, and Blog with Integrity provides, there's a webinar that you can go on and you can listen to them speaking with the, uh, the head of the FTC. Um, I think that if you try to be uh, ethical in what you do, you're not really going to come afoul of the FTC uh, regulations. Um, for me, whenever I receive something like um, a sample, I do disclose that in the post, um, not only in the way that I word it to make sure that it's, it's clear that I didn't purchase the item, but often I'll actually add um, an additional two sentences at the end in italics, just saying, you know, disclosure, you know, I did receive this product. Um, I don't believe that it's, it's necessary from what I've talked to from the, um, obviously I'm not a lawyer, but um, from the FTC to actually disclose that you're using affiliate marketing links. Um, so far, uh, I have not received any word saying that when you use an affiliate marketing link that you have to specifically identify that link. Um, but I do identify when I'm blogging if somebody is either a client of mine or if they um, gave me a free sample. Because I think obviously that if, it's a, if, it's a, if I'm blogging about you know, a, a client of mine and I am receiving uh, you know, <laughs> money from them, right. I, I, do, I do let that, let that be known. Um, and I think that your readers really expect that trust. Um, I know some people worry about the disclosures. You know, are they going to think that this review isn't, um, isn't genuine? It won't have as much weight if they think that you received a free sample. But ultimately, I think that's kind of um, an unfounded fear because your readers are smart enough to guess that you don't own six car seats. So right. <laughs> they would obviously naturally assume that you received it for free. And going that extra step and being you know, explicitly honest is, is only helpful to you. I think it's also interesting that most of the major newspaper chains are trying to create their own mom blogger niche to reach out to that market, and they're, what they're struggling with is newspapers in general have a policy that they do not allow people to accept free samples and review them. I mean, that's kind of an ethical violation, so they're struggling with how do they create those product reviews when they really shouldn't be accepting any free merchandise, and I know that that's kind of held them back from doing the product reviews that are such a big part of mom and blogging. So I think that's well, interesting. I think with the newspapers, they actually, I think the difference is um, between a newspaper and a mom blogger is that if you're writing for a newspaper, you're being paid. Um, and so you're being paid to be um, objective. And right. obviously the samples do come in, but they're returned to the manufacturer. The newspaper has an explicit policy about, you know, where it gets donated or how it's disposed of. So the writers don't actually get to keep them. But they are being paid for their writing. Whereas for the, the average mom blogger, there is no pay for that writing. So, um, some of them do have um, sample policies. So, for example, a really excellent blog that is particularly strong in child safety is Xerox. Xerox has a policy saying that they will not keep any any product sample that they get. So, um, 
and they have that very clear on their site. They've blogged about it, all of that. And in the event that they do keep it, I think that they basically said that they were going to donate an equal money uh, amount of money to charity. I mean, they, they went very explicit to say that they're not keeping it. But the majority of bloggers do keep the samples. Um, I've disclosed that I, I tend to, to donate most of mine, except for things that are obviously you know edible, like food or, or something that, that you know, like a bra that you really can't, <laughs> can't donate on. Um, but I, I think that, that really people don't expect the same level of objectivity from a blogger because it is a person. It's not a corporation. Um, I think newspapers can definitely get, get into the business, but ultimately they'll have to pay for their writing. Um, many of the top bloggers I know actually have been recruited by the newspapers, um, and they actually sometimes will have a column on it, or they'll be a paid community um, developer for the newspapers. Others have been brought on and paid to do corporate blogs. So there's, there's a lot of um, these sources are actually turning to the people who had kind of started at a grassroots level, and um, those that are, are good at it are, are certainly, you know, going on to have many, many more opportunities. And I think that highlights, again, how the importance of content and good content. That's something you touched upon at the beginning of the talk. And I, I think it's probably one of the bigger tips for people out there who are going to become bloggers. But what other tips would you have for our listeners out there who, who are moms who might be considering becoming a mommy blogger? What, what should their first steps be? Well, I think the other thing to understand is that there's so many different types Hathcon of Hathcon 2010, so the trade show that you know where affiliates always attend for free, crafting. is making its way to Denver June 21st to the 23rd. How would you like to come to Hathcon 2010 and not pay a single penny? Hathcon 2010 presents the Hathcon 2010 Fully Free Experience Sweepstakes. Go to Hathcon2010.com slash sweepstakes. You can win round-trip airfare, a three-night stay at the Hyatt Regency Convention Center Hotel, and VIP access to all sessions, exhibits, and webinars. Masterradio.fm's affiliate bash. All you have to do is sign up now at AFFCON2010.com slash sweepstakes. Be one of the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that are making the switch to AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st to the 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. And I think that's just important for people to know, and that there's no right way or wrong way to do it. Um, there's a lot of opinions. There's people who think that, you know, you shouldn't write about something like, you know, a floor cleaner. Um, this is often kind of the joke, don't write about a Swiffer. But at the same time, if that's your passion and, and you really um, have, you know, have interesting ideas, remember people like Martha Stewart have, have, have whole guides on, on, you know, cleaning and, and homekeeping. And, um, or if you write about somebody like cooking, somebody like the Pioneer Woman went on to become a New York Times bestselling author for her cookbook. So really there's no right thing or wrong content to write about as long as it's something that you're, you're interested and can write with some authority and some expertise. Well, Debbie, I really want to thank you for joining us on Affiliate Marketing Insider today to share your insights. For any listeners out there who would like to hear more from Debbie, you can always visit mamanista.com or bloganthropy.com. Um, this has been another edition of Affiliate Marketing Insider with your host, Wade Sisson. You can join us at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, each Thursday on webmasterradio.fm. You can also listen to an archive of previous shows at webmasterradio.fm. Thanks for joining us.